What's going on, guys? My name is Josh. And this is Kirsten. And you are listening to the What's Happening Idaho podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Kirsten, it has been an exciting week, hasn't it? Yeah, like every week, Josh. <laughs> it's legislative well, we, we session. We always say that. Yeah, I know. Well, we did have something happen this week. They passed the $20 grocery tax to where we're going to get 20 extra bucks. Yeah, one twenty per yeah, person in your household. Very upsetting because we need what's called repeal. Right. That's the solution. Mm-hmm. And what we're finding is, is that our lawmakers don't want to do that. And leadership is stopping it at every opportunity. Representative Nate and Representative Heather Scott both tried to argue to have it to where we debated and passed actual grocery tax repeal. Mm-hmm. And of course, that went nowhere. So interesting how you, it used to be agreed upon on both sides of the aisle that they didn't want the grocery tax. And then now it's been that's been rescinded. Well, how many states don't have grocery 31. tax? 31. 31 mm-hmm. states. And some have less. Mm-hmm. Utah, I think, is 3% on their food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to figure it out. No. And one of the big complaints they have is they say, well, we'd have to create another regulatory board to determine what's food and what's not. Same as food stamps. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already have that. Copy paste. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a simple solution. And look, Idahoans are being taxed to death. Yep. We have inflation we're already worrying about. So that's mm-hmm. going to increase the price of groceries and it's going to increase what we have to pay in taxes. Yep. yep. It, it seems like a simple solution. Get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But here we are with grocery tax. Government hates taking things backwards and yeah. letting it be. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. I do appreciate our legislators who have fought hard to try and get it passed with the full repeal. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, here's where we're at. But we went out to Oregon. Yes. Let's talk about that. That was great. We went over the border to a Walmart just over the border in Ontario. And they ended up having a full parking lot almost of Idaho state plates. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. It's yeah. a lot. Well, to be fair, there's, you know, of course, Payette is oh, right yeah. across the river. Mm-hmm. A lot of people probably work in Oregon mm-hmm. and commute and live in Idaho. Yep. But at the same time, there was a lot of plates that were not 1P or whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? There was some 2C in there. There was a bunch of different ones. Now, I, I don't believe, of course, that people are driving from Boise to go grocery shopping. No, probably in not. Oregon. Mm-hmm. But it's like we spoke to somebody who lived in what, Marsing? Par- Parma. Parma. Mm-hmm. It's like he said, if he goes to Ontario or to Caldwell, it's the same distance. Right. So why does he travel to Ontario instead of Caldwell? Well, the answer's simple. He told us, yep. I don't have to pay tax on my groceries here. Yeah. And Seems they were simple. loading up their cars with tons yeah. of groceries. So they're making their biggest purchases in Oregon to avoid that 6% grocery tax. Well, think about that woman. She told us she had 14 children living at home with her. Yep. 14 kids that she has to feed. Mm -hmm. 10 of them are foster students. Exchange. Exchange, excuse me, yes. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of mouths. And they're big kids probably eating a lot. Yeah. No, I mean, they were a little embarrassed that they were going over to Oregon when we asked them, but we totally get it. If you can save some money, I think it stinks that if we're giving everybody $120 arbitrarily, we're just assuming people are spending it in Idaho and they're not. That's hurting our local businesses. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, even... Even Washington, they don't have a sales tax on groceries. Correct. 
So Mike California Kingsley. either. That's why if they can all figure it out, all these other states to our west can figure it out. We can figure it out. Yeah. Well, Mike's Kingsley representative, he went a couple of years ago, I think it was across the border to Washington from his district, and it was filled with cars from Idaho as well. Mm. So again, a lot of people surrounding the border are not paying the sales tax right. on groceries, but they're getting the benefit. So that's somebody else's taxes as well. Correct. And the government, you know, people at the state level, they want to talk about, well, we need to make it fair because there's a lot of people who come here and do recreational things and we want them to pay their fair share taxes. Well, hold the phone. Mm -hmm. These people who are coming to Idaho to do recreational things are paying to do those recreational things. Yeah, there's they're taxes, paying to yeah. stay in hotels, which mm -hmm. they're getting taxed on. Yeah. They're paying to stay in a park if they're camping. Mm -hmm. They are putting money into our local economy. Right, for sure. It just doesn't make sense. No. There will be a video coming out. It'll either be from What's Happening Idaho or from Idaho Freedom Action. Full disclosure, I own a video production company and I do contract work for them. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's going to be available. Just kind of highlighting that and showing... Idahoans talking about this. Yeah. And we didn't interview the people that said they were there because it was their closest market. Like if they were from council, we found two people from council. So we didn't interview them. So yeah. if people want to say, well, yeah, of course those people are shopping there. Yes, that's true for them. Yeah. But we didn't interview them. Right. Now, I, we do have to say we, we did record earlier and we had a guest, Casey Whalen with North Idaho Exposed. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we had an audio issue where just we had too much feedback. So... We had to cut that. We will get him on again in the future. Mm -hmm. Casey, I apologize. Thank you so much for coming down. We'll come to you next time. That sounds like a fair deal. <laughs> <laughs> cool thing. He did agree to actually be one of the people on the ground reporting. So this episode is brought to you by Idaho Prep Co. Idaho Prep Co. is a beef jerky company. Yeah, they're made in Idaho. Yes, that's right. Made in Idaho. You know, my favorite flavor is the sweet mango habanero. It's not too spicy. Mm -mm. It's got a nice little heat at the end, but you really can't taste any spice while eating it. Yeah, listen, I'm Norwegian, and if I can eat it, it was good. <laughs> Honestly, the pepper kind of kicked my butt a little more than the habanero. Mango. Absolutely. Well, it's really good. He makes really good products, and he hasn't forgotten your furry friend. There's actually snacks for your dogs as well that the company makes. You know what I love? There's no nitrates, and there's no preservatives. Yeah, that's great. And as you stated, it's made in Idaho. Yep. I like that they're made in small batches and handmade too. Idaho Prep Co. is proud supporters of the U.S. military and to show their appreciation, they will ship their products to all U.S. military bases worldwide for free. That's awesome. All their packages are vacuum sealed and resealable packages, perfect for on the go or for your outdoor adventure. They're family owned and operated. And again, they're a supporter of the podcast. So if you support the podcast, please go support Idaho Prep Co. More information and ordering can be done at www.idahoprepco.com. Here at What's Happening Idaho, we really want to expand our reach. We have this new beautiful studio. We're going to start doing live streaming here in the near future, mm -hmm. where we'll have it to where it's streaming to Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble, mm -hmm. all live. And I want to have it to where we have monitors so we can interact with people's comments at the same time. Yeah. But we're always thinking, how do we get this message out further? Mm -hmm. Because conservative Christian values... It seems like they want to silence us at every opportunity. For sure. We have to push back at every opportunity. Mm -hmm. So one of the things we're doing is is we are going to start some new segments. Yes. So we have already talked to somebody who lives in Washington, D.C. She's a conservative Christian. She's going to be doing a show called A View from the Swamp. It'll be 
once a month. It'll be broadcasted on What's Happening Idaho. Mm -hmm. We also have it to where Casey Whalen is going to start doing on-the-ground stuff that we can include into our podcast. So that'll be great for him. It's going to work out for us where we, of course, will get more content Mm -hmm. and he'll get more exposure because he's going to brand it. Hey, it's Casey Whalen with Mm -hmm. North Idaho Exposed. I'm here with What's Happening Idaho. Yeah. And we'll be able to get that information to you guys on audio. And then we thought, you know, there's a whole segment of people that we're forgetting. And that's our youth. Yes. Idaho youth. So we're going to have a new segment probably once a month, maybe twice. I don't know. We'll see what her mom says. <laughs> uh, but she is we, 13. She's she got is stuff 13. To do. That's right. Yep. Schoolwork. Yes. Yep. So we are starting What's Happening Idaho Youth with your host, Reagan. Hey, and Reagan. she is in Hi. studio. How are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Better than I deserve. I sound like <laughs> Dave Ramsey. Well, perfect. Well, Reagan, you know, part of why we wanted to reach out and, and see if you were interested is, is because you're young, you know, and you have that conservative viewpoint. Talking to your mom, your mom showed me where at a rally in Oregon, I believe, you actually spoke on stage. Yes. And you got people hyped. Uh-huh. And I, I sat there and I was like, wait, she was how old when she did that? I think you were 12. I was 11 or 12. 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. This was during the lockdown. It was at a uh, Screw Kate Brown rally. <laughs> uh, defeat the lockdown. And I got up there. I wasn't invited up. I just like asked. And the gal was like, yeah, sure. If you want to talk, if you're brave enough, go ahead. And so I ended up going to the point where I said, this isn't North Korea, people. This is a free country and we fought for it to be free. And so we should use our rights while they last. You know, what's interesting mm-hmm. about that is, is I was so impressed when your mom told me, I figured maybe she coached you or something, right? Because yeah, you did a really good job. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even there. <laughs> she wasn't there. <laughs> I think she was on vacation. I was with a babysitter at the oh, time. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, That's and amazing. I met Reagan at the fair with her mom. We were in Ada County at the fairgrounds. Yeah. And she was all on fire for Republican values and just Trump and uh huh. I went over and, and talked to the Democrats, and the gal ended up pulling her mask down while she was arguing with me. <laughs> <laughs> we got some pictures of that. It was pretty funny. That is funny. Well, good for you for sticking up for what you believe. So, what happened this week for you? So I was at school, I ride the bus, and I was just about to get on the bus, and one of the staff at my school stopped me and told me that my Let's Go Brandon shirt was not an okay shirt to wear. At the end of the day? At the end of the day, after school hours. So I'm not sure if I can really get dress coded then, but Mm -hmm. I got dress coded, and so she asked me if I knew what it meant, and I said, kind of. Just trying to play it off. Hopefully she wouldn't get all mad at me because, you know, a lot of teachers are vaccinated. And so that can say a lot. So mm-hmm. I say, well, kind of. And here's where things go a little sidetracked is she says, well, it doesn't mean anything good. Thinking that I didn't know what it means. Mm-hmm. Well, that was pretty funny. So I got on the bus and I like text my mom And I go, 
mom, I just got dress coded for my Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. And so she takes a screenshot of that text message and posts on her Facebook. Oh, yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone in the comments were like, oh, my gosh, yes, go Reagan. Reagan 2024. (laughs) Buy that girl a milkshake. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's interesting because I went through the student handbook and I don't I didn't see anywhere that says let's go Brandon T-shirts are not allowed. It says uh, that hate speech, profanity and pornography are not allowed to be worn at school, except for it wasn't hate speech, profanity or pornography. It does say it says right here, ensure that all students are treated equitably regardless of gender slash gender identification, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, body type slash size, religion and personal style. Let's go, Brandon, is part of my personal style, so. (laughs) It is, Reagan. I know you well enough to know that you put that shirt on because you chose it. Exactly. Nobody dressed you and made you wear a shirt that you didn't want to wear, right? Exactly. Yeah. Well, welcome to Idaho, land of the free, right? This is something that was more likely to happen in Oregon, California, Washington. Mm -hmm. It's a red state, so the dress code definitely had to do with the teacher's political views. Yeah. Which is interesting because teachers aren't allowed to talk about politics at school. So yeah, well, what's interesting mm-hmm. about it too is Joe Biden's numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, are, uh-huh. are bad. I yeah. mean, like he has very little approval, and that's from both sides of the aisle, both Republicans and Democrats. People don't like him or respect him. Exactly. And here, this teacher is apparently one of the, I think I saw somewhere that it was recently as low as 23% approval rating. Yeah. I, I even thought 17, but I don't yeah. know where I saw that. A lot I, of I Democrats regret their decision voting for him mm. and even Republicans because they just didn't like Trump. But now looking at the gas prices and everything that Joe Biden has done, mm-hmm. which has not affected our community as in America in any sort of good way. When Janice McGeehan became governor for the day when Brad Little was out of town. She is the lieutenant governor, and so when the governor's out of town, she gets to substitute for him. And she lifted the mask mandate, and he came back and shut it down. But on that Thursday, when she lifted that mask mandate, I was the only person, not even kidding you, the only person on the bus at the school without a mask on. Wow. Did they say anything to you? No one said a word. Hmm. Wow. And then I told all my friends about it and they were all like ripped off their masks like, screw this. (laughs) It was hilarious. Yeah. And then all the teachers were kind of mad because they wanted the students to have to wear them. And then this year they lifted the mask mandates for the schools, but. Good. So you haven't been wearing them this year. Yeah. And then. They don't work. It's. Uh huh. And then apparently at an elementary school in the area, every parent that has a student that goes to that elementary school got an email that said that they are now requiring masks because the COVID numbers are so high because there were over 200 kids out sick. And not even two hours later, they sent out another email and it said, never mind, it was a glitch in the system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I find that a little bit funny because it doesn't seem like a glitch. No. Some parents definitely did not like that and Mm -hmm. showed it. Uh Yeah. Exactly. We have to be able to push back. We need to, for sure. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Did you hear about the kid with the Trump socks? I did not. Okay, Valley View School. He got in trouble for having his Trump socks, and he had to either turn them inside out or flip them over. And they have a strict dress code, but they're allowed to wear whatever kinds of socks they want. And they actually said, per the principal said, if it was any other president, it would have been fine. But because it was Trump, he couldn't wear those. So my whole family got Trump socks for Christmas this year. Uh But I think next year they'll probably say there's no personalized socks allowed and i just think where are these kids freedom of speech like they're not allowed to wear socks with the president see that's really interesting because i have a make america great again buckle Mm -hmm. for my belt and i wear it to school almost every day never gotten dress coded interesting except for the one day that i don't wear it i wear a let's go brandon t-shirt instead because my my new belt had just came in because my other one broke and so i didn't have time to put that belt on Mm -hmm. i wore the let's go brandon t-shirts because my jeans were tight enough that they didn't need a belt so uh, i was wearing the let's go brandon shirt and got dress coded but i've never gotten dress coded and the principal even complimented my belt buckle oh Oh, very cool and so uh, it's it's kind of interesting how i can have a belt buckle that says make America great again, but I can't have a let's go branded Mm t-shirt. And especially because I have a Trump water bottle that I take to school all the time. Interesting. No one has ever said a word. Do you feel like that teacher maybe targeted you at the end of the day? I, yeah, I think so. I mean, she was on crossing duty, so. Mm. Well, maybe that's why she was so upset. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, man, I want to go home. I got to sit here and help kids cross the road. (laughs) I wasn't required to flip my shirt inside out or take it off because I didn't have anywhere to do so Yeah, because I was just about to get on the bus. But she's like, well, you can't wear that in the future. So did she make a stink about it in front of everybody else, too? Or was it just private to you? I mean, there were other kids around, so Mm. other kids definitely heard it. So yeah, it was almost like calling me out for her being mad. Yeah, right. A little intimidation, too. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just not really sure why I got dress coded because there's nowhere in the dress code that says. And people wear MAGA hats mm-hmm. and Trump hats. Well, that's encouraging to hear but that our youth are doing that. It's it's really interesting because the hats, the water bottles, the yeah. socks, they don't, all, they don't ever get dress coded. But the t-shirts do. Right. Interesting. Let me ask you a question real quick, Reagan. Yeah? My question is for you. You're obviously... Very young, right? Yeah. Pointed that out already once. Uh huh. That's because I'm very old <laughs> and I envy your youth. No, all joking aside, you're really young to be politically motivated and, and thinking about these things. What is it that makes you do it? Because, and the reason I ask is because I'm sure if a Democrat listens to this, they're going to say, oh, it's probably her mom or her dad feeding mm-hmm. her this information. She's just parroting it. Is that the case? No, not at all. My grandparents are extremely liberal. My Mm -hmm. grandpa disowned me and my mom the other day because we are Republicans. Wow. So over the shirt. Yes. Oh, that's 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 terrible. I I find it weird because I don't think family should discriminate against political views because we've never discriminated against our Democratic family's political views. But I think it's a lot out of what Joe Biden has done and other Democrats have done because I cannot breathe with masks. Yeah. It's purely out of anger that has made me want to start doing this. And now it's out of happiness because I love what I'm doing. Yeah. 
And I'm encouraging others to do the same. Me and my best friend have matching Trump flags in our rooms. And we both have matching blue line flags. It's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't... It's something that I just enjoy doing when I have the chance because I like to stand up for my freedom. Mm -hmm. And even before I was old enough to understand, I still didn't like Joe Biden when he was running for president. I was Mm -hmm. like... How old was I? I don't even know how old I was, but I did not like him when he was running and it was not a good thing. And I've always been taught that liberalism is a mental disorder. And (laughs) that's like the one thing that my parents have actually taught me. So I love it. You know what we need to do is give her some of these stickers that we were given. I was about to ask that after the podcast. Some of the things that we should be doing is having people give and contribute towards either MAGA stuff or Trump stuff or whatever. It'd be really cool to kind of fight back these school teachers by saying, hey, these kids enjoy the past president and why not let give them things that are Trump related or, or pro-America related? Yeah, exactly. And my grandpa said that we shouldn't discriminate presidents for their political affilities and it doesn't make sense because he was discriminating against Trump when he was president Mm -hmm. so it's just interesting Mm -hmm. how people can swap so quickly rules for thee not not for for me me. (laughs) that's what that's called that's right Reagan I am super excited actually meeting you now like I said I was excited when your mom showed me the video Mm -hmm. of you talking but actually meeting you and hearing you talk i'm really excited i think where they messed up and when i say they i mean the liberals uh-huh. where they messed up is they tried to lock us down and control us and they messed up because the youth generally aren't paying as much attention and i think it really impacted you guys so much so that a lot of you are really awake to what's going on and you care you have to care because exactly it hit you it impacted you so, exactly here's what we're going to do you have your show now once a month, maybe twice a month, depending on mom. We need to have it to where it's branded so that it's still what's happening Idaho, but what's happening Idaho youth. Uh-huh. So we're going to have your own podcast cover made so that people can identify which one is yours. All so righty. that if they want to go get that youth perspective, they can click on that. All righty. Sounds good. Cool. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Reagan. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And again, look out for What's Happening Idaho Youth, a view from the swamp, and some reporting from Casey Whalen on the ground. Take care, everyone.